When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Folks, just a reminder at the top of the podcast, we, the Oxventurers, the Oxventurers Guild, we are taking part in a charity prize draw with Comic Relief here in the UK. So if you're a UK resident and you'd like to win a two-night experience on a remote private island, and we'll be there, <laughs> and you'll play D&D with us, and Johnny will run the show, and also you'll get to do archery and, and um, other fun D&D-themed activities. If you would like that, if that sounds like something you would enjoy, you and a chosen friend, <laughs> family member, enemy, whoever you like, if that sounds like something you'd enjoy, go to tinyurl.com slash island. Go there, go tinyworld.com slash island and enter the prize draw. Find out more about it. Come and see us on the island. We'll see you there. I love the idea of a private island, but also we're there. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you're If you you're want, here. you can ask us not to be there. I, I'm yeah, sure Wizards of the Coast and Comet Relief could make something happen. If you're like, we won this prize, but to be honest... No, I refuse. Just... I want to see this island. It sounds amazing. <laughs> Mike, okay, sorry. No, Mike's... You can wave Mike's them off at the shore if you like. I'm going that. on the island. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Oxventure D&D podcast. It's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast where we listen to old episodes of Oxventure D&D then talk about them. I'm joined this week by Mike. Say Hello. Hi. hi, it's me, Mike again. I play Egbert, the dragonborn paladin. The yeah, the dragon with the mostest doesn't really <laughs> rhyme, but he's going to try the and make it. Dragon with thing. the flagon of mead. <laughs> Certainly has a flagon of mead. And yeah. I play Prudence, the tiefling warlock. Mike, yep. every time I see your office, it's There's like more junk in another it. arcade machine behind you. You're going to have a full-on like 80s throwback arcade going on in there. Yeah, there's two now. There's a the extra one is one that I bought myself just before Christmas as a treat for, for Everything. getting through twenty twenty one. Don't we all uh, deserve successfully. A treat? Yeah. Don't we all deserve an arcade cabinet? What is it though? It's a bright red uh, Neo Geo right. uh, arcade cabinet. Okay. So you'll remember lo- lots of Neo Geo games back in the 90s were very expensive and they were sort of the, the holy grail if you were into video games. And now you can just own like an arcade machine that runs them all. So There's you're like making 50 up for all the pound coins you didn't have exactly, back in the arcades exactly of your, your so, distant youth. Okay, cool. See, see, I'm building up a little collection. I've got two now. There's so, definitely space for fun. three or four more. If you remove some of the furniture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, just throw the sofa out the window. And um, I, I feel like um, as, a, as a, like a toy, and it is basically a toy, they're great because if you're, if you're time poor, but you want to play a short video game, like arcade games are designed to be played for about five minutes. So, you know, if you're like in the middle of like rushing out somewhere to do something, you can... And you don't have to you wait know, for just... a 100 gig patch to download. Yeah, no 100 gig patches, <laughs> no trying to remember where you were in the storyline, any of that kind of stuff. So... Um, so yeah, that's the that's the idea. Simpler basically. time. 
So, yeah, it was a treat. Um, <laughs> I may or may not have informed my wife that it was arriving beforehand. But, you know, <laughs> I may or extremely... may not have informed my wife there's a second arcade cabinet in the house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't see me sneak it up the stairs. As long as they all stay in my office and don't begin to creep out Encroach. into the rest of the house. Yeah, then in the it's corridors. Fine. Yeah, the exactly. Yeah. Um, corridors, that's a good idea, Jane. Yeah, just line the corridors <laughs> with arcade cabinets. It's busy at the moment, right? There's a lot of games out. I don't know if you've noticed, but. Crikey, all the ones that I thought were coming out at Christmas are now coming well, you now. you just sent me a code basically. for Elden Ring and I'm looking forward to giving that a go. Yeah. But I certainly don't have time of a weeknight for anything like that at the moment. I mean, Elden Ring, I think, and particularly if it's your first or or one of your first experiences with a, with a Souls game, I very strongly believe that the way to get into a Souls game is to, to be able to commit like a big chunk of time at the start and be, to be able to approach it not in a hurry because if you're in any kind of hurry when you're starting a sales game you'll immediately get frustrated I and then see. you'll be like right stuff this I'm okay gonna go well i should else. schedule that for when i'll next have a huge chunk of yeah when you've next got so five hours free in your schedule so what do we think in 2025 yeah, maybe yeah. conservative estimate for our listeners who are perhaps into D and maybe less so video games tell me yes. what is an elden ring so an Elden Ring is, I think, something that is of interest of, uh, to D&D fans. Uh, it's a sort of dark fantasy open world RPG adventure type thing with, um, you know, different character classes, a bit like D&D uh, and, you know, magic spells and martial weapons and armor and big castles and mystical uh, monsters and, um, you know, uh, deep lore that, that can be delved into if you if you see fit. So... It feels very similar to, to sort of a Dark Souls style approach. They've all got, all the bosses have Dark Souls-y type names like Margit the Fell. And that's its pedigree. Again, for the uninitiated, it, it comes from a, a long and illustrious line yeah. of games we call, what are we calling them now? Souls Soulsborn, games. Soulsborn, I suppose. But they, they encompass, yeah, all the Dark Souls, Demon Souls and Bloodborne stuff. This is like that, but slightly more open marginally more accessible but still extremely difficult yeah. so i think if you're you know it's difficult isn't it because if you're into D but not really into video games it's excellent thematically for you but it's also extremely difficult and technically challenging which means it probably isn't for you if you don't play a lot yeah, of imagine video being games. new to not only souls games but also video games i think elden ring is going to be a very exactly harsh yeah, introduction. It's a, it's quite a mountain to climb anyway uh I, yeah I'm, I'm into it uh sort of for the same reasons i'm interested in in D D in terms of the sort of story and the lore and I'll 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 swallow the challenge. Have you played much of it yet? Uh just the network test. I've honestly so the network test was a sort of preview thing. Apparently the game's changed quite significantly since then, but um it's a sort of bit of the opening game that uh, Namco Bandai allowed people to play to kind of test the online capabilities and make sure the servers were up to it etc so i i've played significant hours of the game but not not the final version and and not in the last few days because there's been a bunch of racing game stuff going on as well and obviously that's um that's a big deal for me as well so um yeah grand Turismo's on the way next week grid legends is out today and i wrote uh as a favor i wrote a review for eurogamer about it so uh, if you wanted yeah so yeah they do a bit like the it's like the godfather i'm going to call in that favor <laughs> <laughs> and Martin Robinson, editor of Eurogamer, is going to have to whack someone for me. <laughs> um, no, it's uh, there's just a, like like us. There's a, a lot going on over there. There's a lot of games coming out, and obviously, I know my racing games. So Martin was like, "Oh, I'm struggling to 
to because he's big into racing games as well but he's focusing on Gran Turismo quite understandably as the, as the sort of biggest racing game thing so he was like well do you want to do Grid Legends and I was like yes I do and so I've had some spicy hot takes which I've oh. written down like a like a printed word and it's on um but not printed Eurogamer.net but not you know like, like a, a displayed word a visual word yes exactly so that's all there so if you wanted to read some racing game opinions there's that but I will absolutely be diving into Elden Ring next week very excited about that and I really want to because Andy's expressed uh, 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 an uncommon interest in this Souls game normally he's n- not at all interested in them and finds and them frustrating and I'm going to seize that momentum Convert. I want to try and play some co-op maybe with Ooh. with Andy because apparently co-op's a bit more accessible uh it's a bit more easy to get going with your friends so I think it'd be really fun to play some Elden Ring co-op I mean co-op improves like all games as far as I'm concerned so surely it will improve this one as well and it's been getting good reviews that game as well it's like I saw a, you know they do that thing where they publish like all the review scores there are so many outlets that have given Elden Ring like 10 out of 10 or 100% or five stars and all this stuff. It's like, I think when I checked, it was running at 97% on Metacritic, which is outrageous. So, so yeah, I'm interested to see whether it is deserving of the hype. So if someone wants to read your words about Grid Legends, they should go to Eurogamer.net. .net. Yeah, they they're, on the, they're on the front page right dang now. Whoa. But, um, but I understand if you if you're not interested in a video games or cars or Mike's spicy hot takes on or things. Mike's spicy hot takes on cars. Yeah. Today we're going to listen to High Moon Part mm. One of Two, and this went up on Outside Xbox on YouTube on the 26th of February. Ah, so yeah. It'll be a year okay. tomorrow wow. at time of publishing this podcast. Thank you for reading my prepared t- statement last week, by the way. Oh, yeah. My, 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 uh, I wasn't there to defend myself, unfortunately, because uh, high winds were causing all sorts of logistical issues in, uh, in our area. So but, we had um, to defend but, you in absentia. Yeah, you had to read my, read my statement. You were like my lawyer. You know when they, they show up outside court? Yeah, that's, the, that's <laughs> they get what their I was lawyers going to read, That's what I was channeling. To read a statement. It's exactly what pr- I was Reading actually. from a prepared statement for my client. My client Except says... I- promise i wasn't in legal trouble for it Marilyn has not <laughs> sued me yet for using speak with animals well funny enough that theme sort of flows through into the start of high moon which we're going to listen to certainly today does. because it does begin with some um debate over speak with animals i think uh a lot of people worry that ellen is genuinely offended by this stuff and and she maintains that she absolutely isn't i wouldn't want to upset ellen obviously and and i think I think the key with that stuff is I've almost now made it so I can never really use speak with animals again because it I could only ever use it as a joke. So I'm somewhat restricted in terms of the spells I can use because I think Moonbeam's kind of fair because there's a there's a running joke about literally everyone being able to to cast Moonbeam. But I think stuff like speak with animals it is it is Merylwen's thing. I wouldn't want to be using it regularly because it's it's part of her whole deal. We do have plans to do some more, right? We've got yeah. some plans to do some imminently. imminently. Yeah, I don't think we've quite announced it because we're fine-tuning the, the timing. But um, Keep an eye on your social media. to return to Oxventure. And I, I think we should reveal that it'll be a special live stream of Oxventure yes. D&D, which we haven't done for a very, very long time. We sort of experimented with pre-recording and obviously our most recent... Mm. Winter special was a fancy studio shot job. Yeah. But I think we're going to dip our toes back into actual proper honest-to-goodness streaming. I think it's going to be fun. There's a slight panicky mania about our live performances, and I'm hoping for a bit more of that, to be honest. (laughs) Um, 
what I what I also like about it, and not to not to get too much into how the sausage is made, but like it does force you to play a different way when you're playing live because you know if you're pre-recording something, you can take a bit more time planning. You've got you know the luxury of time, whereas when you're live, and particularly if you know you've got a sort of hard end point. I think it makes us more impulsive, which is always the way I like to play D&D anyway. You know, my my gut feeling is always to go with the first funniest plan rather than to spend a lot of time finessing it and kind of gaming it. Mike, I don't want to game this game. No, I don't. I genuinely don't. Yeah. to game this game. Yeah. yeah, well, we were talking about this, um, not specifically D&D, but obviously we played Blades in the Dark as well. And we were talking on the new Discord that we've launched as part of the OX Supporters Club. And someone was saying they really enjoyed the, you know, the uh, the bit in Blades in the Dark where Barnaby refuses to put on some clothes, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and they were saying like that changed the way they approached role playing. Now, what they were saying was obviously what I was doing was not beneficial to the group or the objectives we were trying to achieve. And I, my approach to role playing is I am quite happy to be part of the problem rather than part of the solution if it fits the character. Right. Mm. So that's why Egbert will happily dive headfirst into a pit full of spikes, even though he's likely to take some terrible damage because it's it's just what he would do. The thing that interests me about role playing in general is what's the character likely to do and what, you know, and 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 to do that as well. And we all know what Egbert's like. So can I say it's a real insight that you consider (laughs) pausing or strategizing or knowing the intricacies of the rules in any great depth <laughs> as gaming the system. <laughs> like it's a pure way to play is just get by on a wing and a prayer. Yeah, basically. Yeah. If you plan it too much, you're just going to come up with the perfect solution to the problem and it'll all be wrapped up in minutes. I, I like a knotty, you know, chaotic sure. um, situation. And there's plenty of those in Oxventure, as I'm sure you're about to find out when we... When we listen to our next uh, next episode. See you on the other side and we'll talk about what went down. Hi everyone, welcome to this D&D Oxventure. I am Corazon de Baena. I have recently attained the rank of Commodore and have my own navy with two ships, although one of them is smashed up by a bunch of skeletons in a harbour. But it still counts. Commodore. Uh, I am Egbert, the Dragonborn Paladin, and I'm not mean, I'm just dumb. Crikey. Wow. <laughs> very specific denial. I'm Prudence, the Toothing Warlock, and I am mean and somewhat dumb, but no more than no more than usual. I'm a warlock, love to war, love to lock. <laughs> Field Marshal Dob bringing it back round to the whole titles bit that Corazon started, because I liked where that was going. Yeah, I thought it'd be a fun bit for everyone, but no. Yeah, well, I, I don't. I don't know any other any other titles apart from Commodore. So you took the good one, <laughs> Lieutenant. Um, Merylwen, do you want to be a lieutenant? <laughs> I am Major Merylwen. <laughs> there we go. Um, and I'm a wood, like wood elf, elf druid who way. can talk to animals, but I guess that's not a special thing anymore. So <laughs> Ooh, it's still wow. special. It's still special. Yeah, it's fine. Just... Uh, I'm literally everyone else in the world. The most modest title of all. (laughs) Um, Any road. Um, Our Oxventure begins um, still in the port town of Morcow. 
because uh, the newly minted Commodore Corazon, uh, let's say, has some work to do in order to um, to get the second ship of his fleet back up and running. Mm. Um, he has found some shipwrights who are willing to work for a reasonable sum to repair the ship on the condition that he gathers all the bits first. They're not doing that bit. They're like, you know, so you've kind of fallen into an easy rhythm whereby Corazon goes out in the morning and sort of just starts gathering <laughs> planks from up the up the the coastline where they were scattered by the um, the somewhat forceful uh, arrival. Uh, yes, of um, <laughs> of of the ship uh, with the the skeletons kind of you know steering it, mm. um, and everyone else kind of just sort of goes about the place, you know, mm. like takes walks by the sea. Mm. Um, find creative excuses not to help pick up yeah. bits of ship. I, I saw a bit back there, Corazon. You should go and yeah. get it. There was like a, a rope thing. You should probably collect it. Is everyone checking out the local tourist spots in Morcow? Oh, absolutely. Like yeah. the, uh... I'm fossil hunting. Yeah. There's a large clock tower that contains the Morcow bell, which I understand is a very... Oh, it's, <laughs> it's a must-see. You absolutely have to visit it. Um... In fact, it's it's oh, no. the top of your itinerary for tomorrow. Um, you you're Along finally the cow petting zoo. <laughs> um, you after after days and days of nagging from everyone else, Corazon has finally agreed to take the morning off so that everyone can go see the more cow bell and go to the more cow <laughs> petting zoo. But um, <laughs> while nobody has, has sort of said it out loud, those plans suddenly seem not quite so. Um, uh, so likely to happen because it's it's the evening you've gone to um, you've gone to a tavern a tavern called the Butchered You um, and there's something is up with Prudence um, <laughs> like you've been there for about an hour now um, Prudence, what's the matter you've barely touched your Butchered You oh no Prudence has gone through her Butchered You <laughs> and ordered a that's second, what you say and then pointedly <laughs> asked everyone are you going to finish that um, she is. <laughs> Hungry, she is cranky, um, and <laughs> been there. All the other dwarves <laughs> as well. <laughs> um, and she also swears that there's some lady who keeps staring at her from across the room. Like she's she's. Is this going to become some, a you spilled my pint situation? There's yeah. something up with, uh, with Prudence. She's going to go full Begley. Right. <laughs> Prudence, we ordered those nachos what? for the table. <laughs> they were for everyone. I'm the table. Me. That's her nickname. Prudence table. <laughs> All right, two more nachos over here. <laughs> Hold the butcher. And two for, two for them. <laughs> the um, nacho stealers. Are you all right, Prudence? You keep looking across the room at something. Yeah, there's a lady over there. Just give me the stink eye. <laughs> uh, okay, I look over to see who Prudence is talking about. Okay. Um, you... Yeah, this is not just like a, a, a hungry hallucination. There is a, a lady watching from the shadows, um, kind of uh, like there's a, a lone candle kind of giving, uh, like illuminating her eyes, which are surrounded by sort of um, sort of a very dark, even skin. Um, and she's just kind of watching uh, just, just staring at Prudence, like unblinking. What's the matter? You never seen a tiefling eat six plates of nachos before? <laughs> I say to her. Seven. 
Seven. He looked away. Sorry. <laughs> he looked away for a split second. <laughs> a, nearby table, a nearby table, there's an old man who goes, I told you it was seven. Pay up. Um, yeah, some people appear to have been having like a clandestine bet on how much Prudence can eat. Um, uh, Corazon, she Make my stands. own eating challenges. <laughs> um, she stands up uh, at your words and... Um, just kind of moves very slowly, but very kind of fluidly. Um, as she passes the table, she picks up her drink. Um, she is dressed not unlike a, a ranger. Um, so, you know, kind of like uh, travel-worn clothes, but you can tell they've been well cared for. Uh, there's a blade at her hip, um, which, you know, seems to be in fine fettle. Um, generally speaking, she carries herself with quite a presence. Um, she strides over to the table and just sits down. Um, and uh, she just sits and goes, no, I haven't seen a tiefling eat seven plates of nachos before. Stick around. There'll <laughs> be more coming. Indeed, it's going to be a show. The, the wait staff, they've called some other people in uh, from their days off. Uh, the, the nachos come out quite swiftly. They put down two more, like, proper plates of, of nachos yeah. there. Are we paying extra for guac or not? Oh, no, if I no. eat all the nachos, then they're free. That's the eating challenge <laughs> that I've set myself. And they'll put um, a portrait of you up behind the bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, one of the guests, guests' most redeeming features is that guac is never extra. Oh, man, oh, what a nice. paradise. Yeah. Wow. Oh, a better place. Yeah. Yeah, 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 never yeah. moving on from here. I know, right? <laughs> D&D, is it, it made anything you want. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, wow. But they... After the first two plates of nachos where they had to remake the guac because it was gone before it hit the nachos, <laughs> they've, they've stopped making Just it right in front of you. Eating whole avocados by the <laughs> Just We've crunching the stones. We've got to stop recording Oxventure just before dinner time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sorry. Hmm. But she, um, she kind of gently leans in and very gingerly sort of touches your elbow cover the nachos like she might be going for them. <laughs> it's what? all right. I, I can help you now. With, with what? With more nachos or with, with some salsa? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm assuming this isn't normal for you. She says sort of looking around at the others. They seem scared of your appetite. I, mm, I would fair, like to prudence. pipe up. Uh, sorry, go on, Corey. I was going to say, to be fair... Prudence usually survives on a diet of cigarettes and black coffee. <laughs> that is true. No, yeah, 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 yeah. I am usually this angry, but not usually this hungry. So it's an unusual level of hangry. I just figured it was the salt I admit. air. The wholesome well, salt air. I just thought. For a while. Yeah, Spit I just thought it was improving all of our constitutions. Yeah, all of our natural vigors have been improved, probably. I mean, Although I haven't eaten seven plates of nachos. Well, you should try it. It'll do wonder for you. <laughs> yeah, I you quite try quietly to just like... Uh, uh. Look at Prudence's <laughs> ruddy right. complexion, I say. Gesturing oh. yeah, to um... the nacho grease-smeared Prudence. Me a I'm a growing girl. Check, please, Marilyn. Oh, no. A constitution what throw? Uh, constitution saving throw, sure, why not, yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah, no, yeah, nacho fine. overload. <laughs> Two. <laughs> You oh can... no! Uh, okay. Plus two, four. <laughs> okay. Um, now roll me a d twenty. This is how many gallons of vomit? No, oh, God. <laughs> Thirteen. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, no. So <laughs> with the thought, quite very early on, you realize that you don't have the the appetite or the stomach capacity to eat like a whole plate of these nachos by yourself. However, on the 13, that is how far into the plate of nachos you get through sheer determination. <laughs> so you are now just feeling very queasy <laughs> and like you could do with several naps all at once. Um, can I lean over to the, the woman who sat down at our table and just extend yep. a, a friendly hand and say, hey, nice nice to meet you, stranger who sat down at our table. Uh, my name is Dob. Uh, can I offer you any of any of our food or drinks? No. She throws back her entire drink in one go, bangs the tankard on the table and goes, name's Jamila. J- Jamila, sorry. Um, she leans into Prudence and says, if you want my help, Meet me round back, alone. And she gets up and strides out of the tavern. Prudence, I think you should take this woman up on her own. <laughs> help with what? I don't understand. You're doing fine eating the nachos. Your current Yeah, I don't quest. need to help with that. But, um... How's Prudence? <clears throat> how, how is Prudence? Prudence, how are you? How oh. are you doing? Mm. I'm, I'm... In yourself. Just hangry. Hangry? Hangry. Hangry. I'm hangry. Hangry. All the time. Basically all the time. Oh, Uh, okay. That does sound like a problem if someone can help with it. And seven plates of nachos aren't doing any good. Yeah, there's no more nutritional food than nachos. We can... (laughs) If nachos aren't All the major food groups are covered. We can keep you safe, Prudence. We can watch the meeting from hiding places and being invisible and stuff. If I'm not back in five minutes... You... (laughs) We'll then throw you the best. You're, eat, you're eating the woman. <laughs> Call the guard. Uh, I take a plate of nachos to go and go out back. Understood. Okay. I'm slightly uh, concerned about this situation, so I would like to tell Prudence in the shadows and find a hiding place to oversee the meeting. Okay, yeah. Just make me a um, deck stealth check, please, Corazon. Uh, that's a nine plus three. Sixteen. Okie dokie. Yeah, you um, you stay in Prudence's shadow. Um, it, it is strange that Prudence's shadow, like, have the edges of it always kind of, like, roiled on, in on themselves in a sort of sinister warlocky way? Probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Either way, it's, it's one of the most disquieting <laughs> shadows you've sort of slipped into um, uh, for a while, but um, it's the sheer inky blackness of it uh, keeps you well hidden until you uh, hide yourself behind a thematically appropriate uh, empty barrel nice. around the side of the tavern, and um, you see Jamila is just leaning against a wall, kind of one foot up on on the wall, arms folded. It's a cool way to sort lean. of yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she she looks like she knows it, but like it's not. You still think it's cool? Like, it's an affectation, but, like, it's cool. Um, She's totally getting away with it. Yeah. <laughs> she, as is Corazon, she doesn't seem to notice him at all. She kind of looks up as you approach, Prudence. And before you say anything, she says, so, um... I'm guessing it's first transformation. Oh man! So you know. You do know. It's, I mean, it's pretty obvious. Two nights away from a full moon. You're cranky. You're yeah. eating everything. So cranky. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a real pain, if I'm honest. It's costing me a fortune in nachos. It does, that, <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, first transformation imminently. Yeah. So what was it? Oh, it was a bear. A big one. That's interesting. Is okay. it? It's my first time. No, this... You're not from around Morkow, are you? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Who... Who... What was the bear that... Well, let me cast my mind back. Because, I, of course, I wouldn't... Point, uh, <laughs> at this point, I realise that the woman isn't a threat, and I feel actually quite like I'm invading Prudence's privacy, so I slink back into the bar. <laughs> okay. Sure, Aww. I'm not going to make you roll for that. <laughs> um, it was a town far from here whose oh. name was... It doesn't matter what its name was, but the blacksmith... <laughs> the blacksmith was a bear, and he bit me. He bit me in human form, and now I'm, as far as I can tell, as far as the, the scrolls tell me, I'm a bloody werebear. <laughs> he bit and you you're the first person. Form? That's gross. He, I know. <laughs> That's horrible. I, wait, did he bite me in human form? It's been such a long time. No, I, I think hear I... that catastrophic memory loss is a very common side effect of sudden lycanthropy, <laughs> so I wouldn't worry about it. It's okay. <laughs> Look, no, the, the important thing is we know it wasn't anyone around here. No, 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 no. The only okay. werebear around here, as far as I know, is me. Okay, it's... No, it... Shh. <laughs> yeah, don't... I mean, that's why we met in the shadows outside. Right, they right. don't know. They just, they, you know, they have, nachos. They don't, they they don't know. know. They don't know. It's embarrassing, isn't it? Werebear. <laughs> hey, it's all right. You can... You don't have to explain yourself or anything or convince me or... I I imagine this is a lot to take in and this uh, you know it's a it's a weird and scary time for you but also it uh by coincidence you, you're in a pretty good town for this sort of thing. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So there's let's just say there's a small community here. Um there's a gang of 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 people who happen to be bears uh, yeah, on a full moon, you know we don't what? we don't judge around here. Um, are you are you are you a werebear? You have to tell me if you are. Oh no, werebear um, rules. No. Um, oh, okay. This, this is kind of okay. So this community, it's it's kind of been it's it's kind of run by my by my partner Frankie, but we've only been dating for a year and like. Werebear? That's a big commitment after just 12 months, you know? So I figured oh. maybe we'd oh. wait and see, but I, she trusts me enough to let me know that there's there's a small community of werebears here. They can probably help you, you know, gear up for your transformation or whatever. I'm sure Frankie would love to meet you anyway. Hmm. Uh, it's just, I know also this is putting a lot on you when your very first transformation is coming up, but we could also kind of use your help <sighs> with something oh i see i see okay all right what do you what do you need my help with what what can a werebear do for you she opens her mouth to speak and suddenly there is like a really loud thundering noise sort of uh coming from the far end of the street and really reverberating off all of the buildings um and it is just like the sound of just thundering hooves, you think. 
but it kind of generates this enormous raucous like like noise um as like a bunch of people in black leather jackets with their hair slicked back ride in on hogs and just like pull up to the tavern like um they sort of tie up the the hogs give them all a bucket of water and uh like they kind of they one of them sees you and it's like just gives you like a dude bro kind of point and then they push their way into the bar um and uh jamila rolls her eyes and goes ugh them effectively they're uh they're this gang of losers they're they're called the howling moons because they're werewolves and of course like they just they're led up led by this guy called wolfgang wolfgang really i know it's so contrived but they just they normally they ride around on their hogs and they're a nuisance and then the night before the full moon they make this big show of like oh we're going on a road trip we're gonna leave town and then what happens on the new year bunch of wolves come in they try uh-huh. and eat livestock uh-huh. they try and maul unsuspecting people Man. in the street and there's a lot of them there's a lot of those guys they don't care about who they who they pass on the curse to you know they're, they're quite happy to make more wolves if they do their stupid initiation routines and make their own leather jackets and all that stuff but mm-hmm. they're a pain so okay we're a community okay. of of like-minded werebears who try and chase off the wolves every month. You know, we're pretty cool. We don't even have a name for ourselves. We're just, you know, we're just some people who want to make a difference. Because believe it or not, in Morecow, not a lot of people know that it's it's home to a big community of, of werewolves and a smaller community of like-minded werebears, you know? Yeah. So um, what I'm saying is, uh-huh. you know, like I said, Frankie's going to want to meet you. And if your friends can keep a secret, great. They can come along too. Just... Come to the meeting, see if you like it, and then, you know, maybe there's a place for you in, in our society of, of, you know, just teaching, right. teaching werewolves a lesson. Yeah. yeah, well, I'm all for murdering werewolves, especially ones called Wolfgang, because that is some nonsense. <laughs> As I understand it, werebears are really, like, nice. They're, like, good. They're pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, okay. know, I like to think so. I'll level with you, Jamila. That's not exactly my tune, but I do enjoy murdering werewolves, I imagine. So Okay. Murder's, so, murder's a strong one. We've we've not really done murdering what? before. But yeah. you're weapons, big claws, teeth. I guess size, strength. I guess it never I guess it kinda never came up. Amazingly sharp sense of smell. Yeah. You've never it's... you've never had to murder anyone. Hmm. No. No. Okay, well, I might just be the war chief werebear you require. So let's get this werebear show on the werebear road. Um, I hmm. am going to have to break the news to my friends because they don't know about it. Okay. All right. Well, uh, sure. I guess we can head back inside. We'll cut now to the tavern to a few minutes earlier when you're all sort of just enjoying a quiet drink um, and Prudence had just left. Um Merowyn's looking a bit queasy. Just looking a little, like, a little unsteady on her seat there. What's the matter, Merowyn? Not enough jalapenos, I say, tipping out a container of jalapenos over the nachos. 
Uh, there you go. No, so one way ticket to Flavor Town, baby. Sour cream, sour cream. Yes, mix that all in with the salsa. Let's get that. Oh, it's curdling. Uh, That's fine. It's all the same. It's it's in curdles in your stomach in the end. Yeah, I always say. Exactly. Marilyn, did you hear that? I said what I always say. It always, t- I know what in your stomach in the end. I know what will fix Marilyn. A big milkshake. Let's <laughs> order. The um. One How that milkshake, please. You know what chases a milkshake? Pint of it? orange juice. Yes. Actually, can you just mix those together? Thank you. <laughs> Save time. It all mixes up in your stomach in the end, Marilyn. So I always say. Um, the door to the tavern is shoved rudely open. Uh, the the fire in the um, the fireplace kind of gutters um, as it is sort of bounces off a nearby table, and a bunch of like r- rough tufts all in matching jackets with like a Tuffs. big um, circular like moon, but it's kind of done in like a vaporwave sunset palette on the back. <laughs> um, kind of walk in. Um, one Why don't we that... have jackets? I was we just get jackets. Yeah, I um, get jackets. Cloak. Cloaks are cooler. Yeah, but... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes, thank you for vomiting so I didn't have to. Jackets are wiped clean. That's their advantage. Uh, I'd like to get up and take off my own sort of leather uh, jacket mm-hmm. uh, and spin it round and walk over to the uh, folks who just entered and say... You're approaching the tufts? Well, they've got a cool patch. I say, hey, cool patch. Where'd you learn it? Can I have one? Can you teach me how to make one? I have a Um, jacket. They have come in. There's about a dozen of them. And a bunch of them have gone to the bar. You've grabbed sort of the nearest one. And he goes, um, he like listens and looks you up and down. and goes, hey, Johan, this one thinks he has what it takes to be a howling moon. And he turns several, uh, uh, several, Rough, tough-looking dudes turn around and go. <laughs> um, the guy. Yeah, I like jokes as well. The guy's like, <laughs> dips his fingers in your drink and flicks beer at your face. I ca- okay, um, I walk over. I say, "Hey, hey, hey! Now, hey, we're all having a nice time. I think if anyone's got what it takes to be a howling moon, it's me and also Dob." Yeah, thanks, Corazon. Yeah. So how? So wait, oh wait, wait, wait. Tell me more about this howling moon gang what are the do we want to we don't even want to join we've got a better gang i want to ask about the details of the gang and then disparage them yeah all right let's hear it let's hear what you guys get up to and then we'll tell you what we get up to and we'll see who's the cooler gang well if we're a gang of really cool rough tough guys who like drinking and fighting and going on a road trip 12 of them a year and destroying a gigantic robotic beetle. Oh, no, wait, that was us. That was our that gang. Was Man. Our gang. Oh. Yeah, mm. that was our Sorry. gang. Sorry, I get them wait. confused because they're both yeah. good gangs. Are you saying mm. that you're a rival gang? Yeah, uh, probably the coolest gang there is. We're called uh, the, uh, the Cool moon, uh, Moons. The Cool Moons. So what do you think he of that? He turns his head. That's not yeah, that's not cool, is it? It's gotta be something cool about the moon. Is that not cool? Well oh, theirs is called the Howling Moons, which is if cool. It's not cool. Why did we choose it? But we, it's more descriptive than cool. If we had a name that were to strike fear Excuse into me, other fellas, gangs. This is gonna take a moment. I don't know. I think we have a problem here. What about the punch fighters? Oxventure has an X in it. X is the coolest letter. Just... Yeah, okay, but it's not... What about... Okay, what about the switchblades? 
There's no edges. That is pretty cool. That's got okay. All right. What about Switch X Blades? So Switch X Blades. I love it. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, as you uh, sort of come out of your little team huddle, you see that the the young sort of junior member of the gang has been joined by uh, one guy with just an enormous like walrus moustache into mutton chops deal. Um, and next to him is an even taller guy who has like hair slicked back with a cool grey stripe here, and he's got grey stripes in his beard. Oh, that's cool. Um, and uh, that one says, uh, my associate here tells me that you are a rival gang looking to set up in Morkow. That's right. We're Team X-Blades and we run this town, I say. <laughs> That's right. Mm. My name is Wolfgang Beikhoven. This is my associate, uh, Johann Sebastian Bach. <laughs> <laughs> And we are the only gang in Morkow. If you do not want to uh, be crushed beneath uh, the <laughs> wheels of our hogs, that's what we call their feet, then <laughs> you will stop this nonsense now and uh, leave our tavern. I am suddenly My... French. <laughs> <laughs> My hand moves to the hilt of, uh, of my cutlass and I say, well, that's weird. They call me Frederick Chopin. <laughs> make a, chop, a chopping, a chopping motion with it. Yeah, and I'm He's, beat, I, I beat Oven. Yeah, yes, that's yes, pretty good. Yes. And I, I'm Straminsky, cause I'll mince you to a pulp. <laughs> yeah, you tell him, Straminsky. <laughs> they call me. We are definitely the cooler gang, aren't we? Yeah, the classical, just, music, just classical music themed gang. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Yeah, inspiration for all of those puns. <laughs> um, I'll show you the right of spring. <laughs> okay, my, my classical music knowledge just ran out. So. Oh, I'm, I'm done as well. Um, uh, Johann Sebastian Bach like, squares up to you and says, Well, Mr. Chopin, do you want to make a go of this? I see you have your hand on your knife can i can i step in and call it a knife say folks 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 look look we've all had some nachos we've all had a few (laughs) nachos we've all had a few milkshakes okay (laughs) we may have yeah we may have got a little out of control but look i am a bard i've been around a little bit seen a lot of gangs in my time some cool some not some so cool and in every situation, the way to determine the coolest one was with a hog race. What? You want to challenge the Howling Moons to a hog race? Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll do it. We're the greatest hog racers in town. Okay, yeah. where are your hogs? <laughs> I summoned I mine not... steed. And I summoned yes. Pig, Pigbert. Yes! Who is my... <laughs> Who is my... My hog steed. <laughs> we have chosen our champion. Does your gang have a champion to beat yeah. our hog? <laughs> Please don't say beat our hog. <laughs> I say it again. <laughs> you all went quiet just now. I say again. Do you have a champion to beat our hog? <laughs> Can I find strong hog? 
Look, the only hog they can afford is a magical one that they have to summon. What, do you take it in turns to use it? Uh, no, but it's much more portable, you idiots. Point. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, I can see you're not truly uh, uh, one for life on the road once a calendar month. So... Uh, uh, don't think month. I'm one for life on the road. Just smell me. <laughs> <laughs> I see Smells I get, like the I road. Get up, I get up close. Ah, ah, I did before we even got into tavern. You stink. Um, so one... you won't even accept our challenge. Guess we found Sounds out what like the howling moons are about. It's cool. It's Team good X to know that... for life. Yeah, it's so, good to know that, that you're all cowards. I'm doing some sick donuts on Pigbert. <laughs> we don't even have to lower ourselves to this. Come on. This isn't even our whole gang. We have one more member and she's the scariest. Um, Well, Prudence, you walk in just as you hear uh, (laughs) Johann Sebastian Bach say, come on, Wolfgang, let's order some nachos. And the barman overhears this and says, we're all out of nachos, actually. And the room goes like quiet. Yeah. And... (laughs) Wolfgang yeah. by Coven leans over the bar and goes, You are all out of nachos, but it is Nachos Tuesday. <laughs> um, and the barman goes, Hey, it's not my fault. She ate all of them. Um, I stomp in. Who uh, said something yeah. about nachos? Wolfgang by Coven looks uh, at you. Which one of you? Was it Dob or Corazon who said we've got one more member? Uh, yeah. One of them looks at Dom and goes, is this your next member? Yeah, that's right. But it's yeah, not right. for initiative. Oh, oh, cool. Roll for initiative. We're in a bar fight. Yes! Bar fight! Bar yes. fight! Bar fight! Oh, 20! Crit, crit, Also, oh. 16 for me. 12. 22. 15. Whoa! 22. Nat's 20 for Corazon, though. Yeah. So Indeed. We're, gonna, we're sticking him at the top of the pile. The uh, the Howling Moons are going on a nine. Great. Which is not good for them, but great Sucks. for punching them. Sensing a change in the atmosphere, I um, grab a chair and break it over the head of the nearest <laughs> Howling Moon to me. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, make me a... That As an be... opening move, we call it the Corazon Gambit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Will that be strength? I don't think a chair is a finesse weapon, I'm afraid. Okay. Depends where you put it. Well, it's a True. bar fight. I'm not, I don't want to start <laughs> stabbing people until we yeah. get to that point of the bar fight. So. <laughs> there are rules. Yeah, come on. Okay. Strength is plus one. So that's 14. That is a hit. Um, okay. Could you please roll me? What's the damage on chair? Yeah, what is <laughs> what are the stats on a chair as a martial weapon? Um, let's see. Uh, an improvised weapon. If it's an object that bears no resemblance to a weapon, it's d four one d four damage. I'm gonna say a chair is like one d six because one d six. Everyone knows that they can be used as a weapon. Yep. Uh, I'll also be adding sneak attack to this um, since <laughs> I have advantage. Uh, so, I think, yeah, I think that's fair. Yep, so I'll be rolling 5d6. Fine! <laughs> Whoa! Are you uh, breaking it over the back of his head and he was looking the other way? One for each chair leg and one for the 
for the back of the, the, he's, yeah. Like, yeah. he's getting the chair and then going boom with an uppercut. <laughs> That's 21 <laughs> points of damage, Johnny. <laughs> okay. He's instantly killed. Thankfully I'm not trying to not. kill him, I'm trying to knock him unconscious. Okay. It's a bar fight. Well, well, you're going about mm. it the wrong way. <laughs> Hit him with a chair. It's a bar fight. 21 damage. Okay. Wow. All right. Um, yeah, you, you. this chair just absolutely, like, flies apart. And you see... You've, you've basically, you've just smashed Wolfgang himself over the head with a chair. And nice. a trickle of blood is coming down. In a kind of now you've done it sort of sort of way, and he sort of grits his teeth and starts to make a weird snarling noise at you. Uh, Dob, what are you going to uh, do? All right. Well, um, it, I don't know anything about what this snarling means, so uh, I think that seeing as it is a bar fight and it's not Dob's first, and I think we all know the rules. Uh, in one smooth motion, I would like to just sort of unhitch my rapier, like you know, but basically I'm basically just dropping my weapons. Okay. Because, um, you know, fair's fair. Uh, and then I think, um, was it Wolfgang who Corazon just sort of domed? Yeah, Wolfgang just Wolfgang just got absolutely smashed with a yeah. chair. Yeah. Um, all right, I just want to sprint into Wolfgang, lunge into his torso, and just try and, like, drive him through the nearest table behind him. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, that would be a strength athletics check. Um, are you just trying to, like, dump tackle him? Are you trying to basically grapple? Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to run, pick him up by the hips, and then just dump him through a table behind him. Okay, great. So this is an opposed roll, but four. Okay, it's, <laughs> someone's going yeah. through a table. <laughs> a kind of um, Wolfgang kind of uh, takes the impact, but starts to turn, and kind of as you spear and start to run, he just sort of turns sideways and launches you. So you fly sideways. Like Spider-Man into a school locker, like bomb, nice. bomb against the bar. Um, nice, cool. You are. <laughs> I don't think you're not wounded, but your pride is certainly dented. Oh, okay. You can you can hear Aww. some um, some voices around the room going. <laughs> All right. Next uh, time, Egbert, you're next. Um, I'd like to uh, rev Pigbert up. And accelerates towards <laughs> yeah. the nearest gang member, and then yeah. Pigbert factor. Yeah, and then launch into a torpedo head headbutt from Pigbert. Headbutt. Near- <laughs> a headbutt. Yes. Oh my god, I love it. Okay, yeah, uh, that is fine. Uh, I mean, I guess that would be a charge, wouldn't it? Yeah, of sorts. Um. So yes, please make me a wisdom animal handling, please. Oh, oh no, wisdom. wisdom! Oh no! no. <laughs> but if this comes off, it's going to be great. Come on, okay. Open. If it comes off, oh, that is a nine minus one. It's an eight. Okay, and you don't have animal handling. <laughs> Funnily enough, no. For some reason, I thought you did. Okay. Um... <laughs> I know why. <laughs> I know someone who's got animal handling. Pigfoot um, charges across the room. And then kind of like has to slam on the brakes and sort of pedal backwards and sort of does a cool drift stop. Mm-hmm. But the uh, the handling moves are just too quick. Um, it's like someone's, you know, thrown a bowling ball down an alley and all the pins have jumped out of the way in one of those weird animations they show <laughs> when you get a gutter ball. Um, so, yeah, no go, I'm afraid. 
Dang. Which is a shame. I mean, personally, I really wanted to see that come off. But Meryl, when? How about you? Okay. Um, how many gang members and how close are they together? Is it just uh, Wolfgang and Johan, or are there a few? Uh, there are a dozen. Um, okay. There's Uh-oh. Wolfgang. There's Johan, and uh, then there's just a clump of ten who are kind of. Let's call it two clumps of five. Okay. Well, I would like to go to one of the clumps of five. Mm-hmm. Um, and assuming they're all within about five feet of each other. Yes, absolutely, of course. And the, That's and the, what, they're the, a clump, the, aren't they? And is, is the flooring um, a rather nice uh, stone paving? Yes, it is a flagstone and tavern floor nice, with, with nice, reeds cast on it. Lovely, and and obviously, the, you know, it's going to have a basement underneath it, isn't it? Like to store yes, all the barrels of ale. Of course, the so cellar like, of I... the tavern. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this, the cellar of the this, tavern. These okay. are all reasonable questions, but I feel like we're going somewhere. Highly unreasonable with them. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> run towards them. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna gonna slap my hand on the floor beneath the feet of five of these guys, and I would like to cast stone shape to make a hole in the floor that they'll fall yeah. through. <laughs> Absolutely wonderful. Yes, great. Uh, can you just remind me about stone shape, please? Uh, it's a instantaneous touch spell uh mm-hmm. casting time is one a- action um so a touch of uh stone object of medium size and i can change its shape uh one of the things is i can um make a small passage through a wall um there's there's not anything to save throw or anything so great okay um i might make a deck saving throw for each of okay. these just to see whether or not they fall because otherwise in. it's a bit easy <laughs> yeah Oh gosh, what is your spell save DC normally? Uh, my spell save DC is fifteen. Okay, so that's three failures. That's a nine. That's four failures. That is another three. All five of them. <laughs> like, um, there is kind of a comedic moment where, um, improbably, all of the fluid in their tankards is left in the air for a second, <laughs> and then it falls down. So you hear this horrible crumpling noise, and lots of people be like, "Ow!" And then you hear a wet splash. Um, and one of them goes, that's just great. My jacket. <laughs> and I'm still um, feeling a bit queasy. I just like... <laughs> yeah, you've, you've moved very quickly. You're like, oh, that God, thank God. Oh, oh that worked. Um, okay, great. Uh, wow. Huh. Prudence. Hmm. No, yeah, me. All right, I... St- I stomp in from outside because I'm just returning from the the backyard of the tavern and immediately sense that a fight is on, obviously, Mm -hmm. because a load of fight is happening. Um, I I sort of charge over to the bar and like lollipop onto it onto like all fours into like a crouch, kind of an animalistic crouch, and then launch myself off the bar face first at Wolfgang because I sense he is the leader of this pack, so to speak. And... uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bite him. I'm gonna without without thinking it through. Just gonna like savage him with my with my with my mouth. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> with my sure. teeth and mouth. Yeah. 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 Great. Okay. Um. Let's see. It's bloodlust, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so just make me um a normal melee attack. Just make me a strength strength attack. Just a strength attack. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Can do. All right. Feeling strong. That's a 17. Yes, I would say that you have successfully bitten this man. Um, 
how much damage does a tiefling warlock's jaw provide? Roll me a... little fangs. Yeah, roll me a <laughs> Just little ones. Yeah. Okay. Aww. They probably don't do much damage going in, but then it's the tearing away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be, it's like 30 That's an eight. tiny daggers. Yeah. It's an eight yeah. on the eight. Mm-mm. Okay, wow. All right. Um, so multiply dang. that by 32. <laughs> <laughs> Damage for two. All of the day, yeah. tiny daggers. Ah, I feel like um, I haven't necessarily bitten him in the throat. Whatever whatever presented itself for first. Yeah. yeah. Whatever was in biting range. Nose, cheek, eye socket. I'm having so a, let's hope he didn't land on his face. I'm having like a fun pirate tavern brawl breaking chairs over people and <laughs> tearing people's throats out with it. What's your proficiency bonus, please, Prudence? My proficiency bonus is three. Okay. Is it my proficiency at biting? <laughs> I bite all the time. I bite nachos. <laughs> okay. You basically... Nature's whetstone. From across the room... Um, uh, Meryl, and this doesn't make you feel any less greasy, you see Prudence kind of perched um, sort of on top of Wolfgang, and she just goes, Wah! and pulls up with, like, a mouthful of leather with a gobbit of flesh inside, <sighs> like a weird, like, Gross. horrible eldritch bow bun. And then leaps off Wolfgang, who's like, ah! Uh, extremely, extremely unhappy about this. Uh... The Howling Moons are then going. Um, let's see, what's Johan going to do? He's going to try and punch Prudence, I think. He rolled a two. <laughs> so, <laughs> Johan's like, get off him. Um, and you leave him alone. Wolfgang. Dodge easily. Okay, what's your what's your armour class? Uh, it is. My armour class right now is 12. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um. I think it's safe to say with the bite that we progress to the next stage and indeed one of the most dramatic and alarming moments of any good bar fight, which is when Wolfgang pulls out a switchblade and you hear a snick as uh, a blade pops out uh, and he does actually, uh, he's beaten your armor class. Oh, so, escalation! Oh no! Just gonna have a fun bar fight here, man. <laughs> Only I may escalate. Hell? I'm afraid that is six points of damage, Bruce. Oh no! Oh, why am I always getting stabbed and maimed? Uh, okay, six out. points of damage. I'm picturing it's just like stuck out your shoulder blade. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. That's that's thematically horrible. He's like, um, oh okay. Yeah, so I've got like a okay. Yeah. You got a switch Ow. Ow. Um, stabbed again. I hate it. Yeah. Okay. Group of five. Try and put the boots in on some people. Oh, wow. What are your armor classes, please? Corazon and Dob. 16. 15. Oh. Okay, fine. <laughs> I ro- rolled a bunch of 14s and, and 13s. Oh. So I was like, here we go. Um, the the Howling Moons, they're, they're now quite uh, they're, they're obviously perturbed by the fact that their leader just got um, chaired and then bitten. Um, <laughs> and that five of them seem to have disappeared down a hole that wasn't there before. Um, so they're kind of doing that thing where they're like, eh, one of the mains a half-hearted kick at, at you, Dob. I effortlessly go into the fetal position. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Right, Johan tried to punch Prudence. That's that's their whole go. Great work, lads. Um, Corazon, <laughs> you're yeah. up. Um, so is Wolfgang still have the switchblade or is it stuck in Prudence? Stuck in Prudence's shoulder. All right. Mm, mm, uh, mm. I'm... I'm now enraged, so I reach for yet another chair, and I break it over <laughs> Wolfgang's head again. <laughs> Maybe a strength attack. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, that's a seventeen. Mm. Okay. Um, we're going to scale what, this. This chair is going to be a D eight because it's a heavy one. This is one of those taverns with really mismatched furniture. Okay. And you just um, know when you go to move a chair, and you're like, oh god, this thing is. What do they make this from? Lead. <laughs> and uh, because of my rakish audacity as a swashbuckler feature um, uh, I don't need advantage on the attack roll to use sneak attack against creature <laughs> if I'm within five feet of it um, so I will, I will be sneak attacking him again despite oh standing directly in front the of him the audacity yeah. I forgot rakish, about this rakish swashbuckling audacity, audacity. <laughs> so this will be a wow. d8 plus four uh, d6 <laughs> Oh God, don't kill him. Just uh, see how many dice this is. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, what have we got here? It's, uh, two sixes. Um, so that's 12. It's already dead, Corazon. So that's, 20, that's 22 <laughs> damage from this chair. Okay. I am, again, not trying to kill him. I'm trying to knock him out, which is why I'm hitting him with blunt objects. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, he's he's not unconscious, nor is he dead, but he's down to seven hit points. Um, nice. I think... So basically, you hit him with this chair, and he just sits down. Like, you know when a toddler just bonk, just loses their, their balance? He just sits, and like his, he's like he's had his strings cut. His head just sort of lollops. Um, and he's not unconscious, but he's not doing well. Um... And uh, in a in a manoeuvre that you think was probably cooler when they talked about doing it in the clubhouse, <laughs> but you hear Johan go, ah, ah, <laughs> which seems to be the sign to retreat. Uh, two of the um, two of the the uh, the gang members sort of go to pick up Wolfgang, um, and they're going to try and generally make their way toward the exit. Uh, the fight is over and you've won it, but I'm going to say everyone else, you can still take a combat turn if you want to do something. So, Dob. Um, all right. Well, I've had this in mind since they rocked up. So what the hell? Um, all right. I'm going to pop out of the fetal position, just run outside, and I'm going to kick one of the hogs so that it tips into all the other hogs. And Yes. Yes. Make me a strength attack. Tip that hug. Uh, 13. <laughs> it works. It's just a... <laughs> and then a... All right. They and then all... I poke my head yeah. through a tavern window and I'm like, I think it's time to cheese it, folks. Oh, don't talk about cheese. <laughs> uh, Egbert, what are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to feed Pigbert an apple and say, you right. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do, Pigbert. That'll do. <laughs> yeah. He um he gratefully receives the apple and then kind of snuffles at your pockets in case it contains acorns. Aww. It does not contain acorns. 
he urinates uh, on the floor. That's my boy. That's my boy. Insouciantly on the floor. Meryl Wen, um, you've just opened a pit in a tavern (laughs) right in the middle of the room. Um, uh, I would like some... to cast Stone Shape to close it up again. <laughs> okay, you have you have entombed wow. five men. No, they you can already hear them being like, "Oh, I think there is a way out through the stores in the cellar." Um, fine, you seal the hole back up. Uh, it's as if it were never there. Um, and Prudence, um, you've been stabbed. Yeah, your your um, your assailants are fleeing, but. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think your alignment is necessarily against you firing on <laughs> on people from behind. So it's not, but I'm sort of shaking off the bloodlust a bit and just like trying to furiously like yank the switchblade out of my back. So I'm a bit distracted, and they do get away. I think. Okay, I think. sure. Um, I can't quite okay. reach it. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry, carry on. I back towards Jamila. Jamila's still around. Yeah, she is. All right, I shuffle backwards towards Jamila. Like <laughs> so wait, are they are they fleeing? Yeah, oh. you you hear them Probably outside. Probably need to kick over all their hogs. <laughs> well, they'll well, have to. No, that was great. Up, pick up yeah. the hogs. That's good. <laughs> yeah, There's, you really annoyed sh- them. Dismayed shouts from outside, being like, "Oh no!" Um, some of the hogs appear to have fallen asleep, and you know how hard <laughs> it is to get a hog back on its feet and get it going again when it's it's I, taking I a nap. Um, Jamila kind of has already gone behind the bar and she's grabbed a clean towel and she's like, okay. And she kind of, yeah. in one swift movement, removes the blade and starts applying pressure. And she slips her hand around her shoulder. It's like, oh, oh, oh. And then just goes, yeah, you really need to meet Frankie. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, she staunches the flow of, of blood. Um, Good. And So, yeah. Prudence, can we talk about that staggering display of animal ferocity? Yeah, what is what was good, that about? It's good, it's good, wasn't it? It's a, well, a new thing I'm trying where I bite people. Um, now, all right, let's get somewhere quiet because there's uh, uh, there's still people here, terrified. No. Oh no! No, oh okay, no, great. All well, cleared out. The bar is, is now yours. <laughs> Pull up a bar stool, everyone. The place is ours. I broke all of them over Wolfgang's head. Oh, <laughs> sit on the floor, everyone. The place is ours. I've got something to tell you. Okay, is it? an explosive secret it's it's quite explosive yeah (gasps) it's my favourite sort of secret I can't believe it's taken this long for Prudence to come clean (laughs) actually no I can believe that (laughs) she's quite a private person so how much of it was planned with Johnny ahead of time was that something that was discussed at length or was it more not Johnny a great deal I mean I'd like to do something with this as I remember it Johnny did say like I'd like to pick up that thread of mm. Prudence having become a low-key werebear and how she's been trying to conceal that from the other adventurers so yeah. that's how we went in it's cool yeah and I really like the way it plays out with the gang of werewolves which very much reminds me of the sort of what we do in the shadows sort of gang of werewolves from that. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Now that you mention it. It's got that same it. sort of vibe, which they're, they're actually quite sweet, but very kind earnest. Kind of un- uncool, very try-hard yeah. werewolves yeah. rather than like sexy Jacobs from Twilight. Exactly. Uh, also, the idea of these werewolves think they're really cool and mysterious and that no one realises they're werewolves, but they're literally called the Howling Moons and their leader of their wolf gang is called Wolfgang. So 
Um, yeah, it's just it's just really sweet. So I really like what Johnny did with this. It was also an opportunity to summon Pigbert, who is my little pig that I ride around on in this episode. Your big pig that you ride around big, on. Big, quite big pig, actually, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking it could be like Hogbert, but I think Pigbert just sounds more adorable, Pigbert basically. Pigbert is very, very, very cute. I was actually looking online to see if anyone had compiled a list of all the Egbert variants and pets. The, the creatures, had yeah. had the Egbert formatted name, because there have been many, many, many. There's Dogbert, there's Pigbert, there's Elkbert. Um, but honestly, I, I'm really limited because I refuse to summon anything that can't be turned into a, a Bert. So oh, I see. It, you work backwards from the I'm name. I'm big into the naming convention, and therefore I'm, I'm probably not going to summon anything actually useful in any scenario, because if it doesn't have a name that I can put a Bert on the end of, it's not coming out, like basically. Like what? Well, I've got, like, obviously, Pig Bert, yeah, Dog Bert, and Elk Bert. But what name Elk wouldn't work? Bert. Are you saying, like, Lion Bert isn't good enough? Yeah, Lion Bert doesn't work. Okay, okay. It needs to sort of roughly sound a bit like Egg Bert. <laughs> You're saying it needs to be one syllable and it needs to end in a G, because that is very, very limiting. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's you, the preference. You're probably done but, then. But Elk Bert is like, well, it's not a, a G, a but K it's a K. sound is, a, is approximate phonetically to a G. So if we're doing phonics, then oh. yeah, you're out. You're done. You know, people think I spend all my time looking at my character sheet and I'm limited by that. No, I'm limited by what's the... Yeah, what's what, the funny, what are the names the for animals name? I can come up with? You could have a log bert and it would be a log. Oh, like, you know, on a on a leash. You can drag it around. Yeah, like just a, a big stick. And uh, <laughs> that's probably it. I'm big into having an entire episode that takes place just in a tavern, in and around a single tavern. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's our, it's our favourite place to be, isn't it, really? I really enjoy that sort of, like, localised D&D. I think with almost zero travelling to do, you can yeah. really, like, knuckle down and do some good... Fighting and, and also nachos. Talking. And also nachos, yeah. It's probably reflective of the fact that at that point, we probably all were just desperate to go to a nice pub and sit around it and may, have yeah, a few drinks a and, of, and eat of some nachos. It may be a reflection of 2021 now that we think yeah. about it. Yeah. But it's also, we, you know, we get the opportunity for a proper bar brawl, which we don't do as frequently as I'd like, because there's nothing quite like a good old-fashioned fight in, in a tavern. So um, mm. I was quite proud of Prudence, the, oh, yeah. the bitey bite. Don't think I've ever bitten anyone before. I mean, as Prudence. <laughs> In real life, obviously, all the time. That was. I think that was fun because Prudence is already pretty vicious. Yes. So I think it has to be something much more brutal and coarse. Yes. To be unprudence. Yeah, well, she's like... To be suspiciously unprudent. She's yeah. brutal, but in a sort of calculated way for the most part. Yeah. And I guess this is Prudence like losing control a bit. It's fun to have a character wrinkle, though, to, to play up to. Something new. We, we've had these characters for such such a long time. Yeah. And I think it's it's about time that we kind of mix things up a little bit. Modify them, yeah. mix it up a little bit. So, um, well, Andy, more of as, that stuff, as, I say. as he mentioned in the last episode, Andy wants Egbert to go Oathbreaker. A lot of people say I dance too close to Oathbreaking at times, but I don't think Egbert does anything. He's a bit <laughs> reactive sometimes. So, like, he'll. He'll find himself in a difficult situation and he'll panic and do something probably quite bad. But the problem is that D&D, being a game, is often about combat. And, and you know, unless... Um, so so what does the oath that Egbert has taken bind him to? What is potentially oath-breaking for Egbert? Well, I think it, just in general, like, I'd have to look at the, at the specifics of what an oath-breaker would be in terms of the oath of the ancients. But in general, you're, you know, as a paladin, you're supposed to be fairly pious and fairly sort of, you know, not getting into conflict unnecessarily. And that's just a general, like, paladin thing. And 
we have to play somewhat fast and loose with that stuff because otherwise in every battle that isn't with like you know horrible demons or or you know mindless monsters Egbert would have to sort of lay down his sword and it that's just not going to work for everyone else I don't think when I say I don't mind being part of the problem I do feel like I should help in combat but that said I feel like if you know I feel like if at the very start I'd said Egbert is a pacifist like I probably could have found interesting ways to not be involved in combat for quite a long time but maybe not for two three four years do you know what I mean like I think you know it's funny the first few times it's like um it's like how Egbert doesn't believe in ghosts like when he's confronted with a ghost you've got to keep coming up with ways to avoid (laughs) as a as a a player coming up with ways to avoid making eye contact with the ghosts or or acknowledging that they're there at all and and making excuses for the weird things that are happening which is fun and inventive but you know tiring as well you know from a role-playing perspective come on back next week for more werewolf werebear action from Mm. more cow That'll be the second part of High Moon. Before we go, there's a couple of things I want to talk about. Yes. One, Mike alluded to earlier, and it's the OX Supporters Club, which yes. is the Supporters Club for Outside Xbox and Outside Extra that we launched just recently, just about a week ago, on Patreon. You can get it at patreon.com slash OX Club. So that's patreon.com slash OX Club. And it's going really well. Yeah, I'm, I've am i really enjoyed being part of the Discord. So for, for context, uh, obviously it's a supporters club. If you would like to, to support us, it is the best way to support us as creators. Um, but as part of it, we've launched a little Discord for those supporters. And um, I've been hanging out there rather than checking social media. And quite frankly, it's been a treat, to be honest, because uh, the Discord's a very friendly place. Lots of lots of great people in there. And is it's kind of buzzy at all hours because we're fortunate enough to have you know an audience around the world so um so yeah if you would like to yeah if you would like to support us and would like to be involved in that that little discord community then um yeah head on over to patreon.com slash ox club and uh we'd love to see you there we we have a um a special channel on the discord where we are answering questions and it's really nice um so it's sort of like an ongoing it's like a week week long ama so far and i'm i'm really enjoying it it's like instead of you know endlessly scrolling through my twitter feed i'm going in and, and chatting to people and answering interesting questions there's also a channel about oxventure oxventure chat in yes. the ox supporters club discord mm-hmm. and yeah i'm looking at it now people are chatting away talking about oxventure talking about restarting watching oxventure from the beginning amazing yeah so if you want to get on the discord to talk about that stuff there is that it's cool the second thing i'd yes. like to talk about as referenced at the top of the show we are taking part in a charity promotion prize draw competition with comic relief here in the UK, Super so that's Red exciting. Nose Day Comic Relief. It's a charity that will probably be mostly familiar to our UK listeners. Mm. And in fact, the competition is only available for UK residents. Sorry about that, international pals. We'll look at doing something charitable uh, more globally yes, as soon as we cool. can. But for our UK listeners, if you would like, that was a lot of preamble and context, but if you would like to win a prize experience, and it will be a prize experience, <laughs> to come to uh, OC Island here in the UK. It is a remote island, hard mm. to get to. You've got to cross a, a Causeway or something. Yeah, before it gets cut off by the tides. OC Island in the Blackwater Estuary and a winner and their friend of choice will spend a couple of nights there and play some D&D with us and do archery and axe throwing and, and just have a bloody good D&D 
themed. It's gonna be brilliant. Times. I'm really excited about it. this. Is like the highlight of my year, to be honest. It's being created by Wizards of the Coast, so it's all legit as well. It's not yeah. just our harebrained scheme. Yeah, no, it's a it's a brilliant collaboration between yeah Wizards Comic Relief, which is just a fantastic cause, um, and uh, and us us the Ox Venture. Um, so yeah, it'll be a really really exciting uh, couple of days or a couple of nights and uh, at least a day of of sort of D and Ding on a really spectacular island. So if you'd like to enter that, go to tinyurl.com slash OX Island. So that's your lot from Oxventure D&D. I've been Jane, that's been Mike. Come back next week and we'll have some more for you. We'll have another one of these. We'll do this again. More werewolves. More werebears. More were things. <laughs>